Hey guys, I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horwitz. And this is I Burn Everything, a food slash relationship podcast. Good morning, Stevie. It's a beautiful Sunday in Los Angeles. The air quality is disgusting. Fireworks, smoke, and dust is in the sky. We each have tiny puppies in our apartments. How are you doing? I am good. The air quality is sincerely so horrific. I looked, I couldn't breathe outside and I was like, what is happening? And I looked it up and the weather says hazardous air quality. So this will air in, you know, on Wednesday, but it's Sunday now and it is the worst air quality I've ever felt in LA. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really, it's not good. And I mean, people have been lighting off fireworks in our uh, area, in our city for days, but last night they really, they really stepped it up and went above and beyond. And uh, now the air is just, um, just a massive uh, sulfur and, um, you know, uh, gunpowder and, and uh, whatever they used to make it different colors. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a gunpowder scientist. But no, uh, but you know what I am I am uh, uh, a a donor I'm gonna I'm gonna donate uh, to a, a a organization called the Okra Project and I would love if you would match me Let me tell you a little bit about the Okra Project before we begin our episode, Steve. I would love to hear about it, and then I can tell you at the end of this if I'll match you. Okay, great. Yeah, no, no, you, you know, no, um. Don't say anything because I could I could be really I could be making up a a, a a charity I could be you don't even know what I'm about to say so this is I mean wow I, I shouldn't this have asked thrilling. you so soon I should this not is, have asked you so soon yeah this is like asking me for a second date before you ask for a first Stevie would you like to donate to the charity known as the Dave Venmo Project now let me tell you how it works the Dave Venmo <laughs> Project puts dollars in the pockets of Daves now not just all Daves specifically me Dave Horwitz okay now why why do I need money I need money because uh, my current job is ending on okay. Friday okay and if you give me money then I won't need another job oh wow okay um I I actually think I would like the option to uh I would actually like the option to give it to other Daves too. So I think if you open mm. up the charity, I'd be open to that. Um, but in all seriousness, Dave, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you money if you want money. But I'd rather give it to someone like say maybe you did some research on a charity. I would love to hear about that and then maybe give to that instead. But up to you. Okay, well, let me tell you about this other charity I heard of. Uh, that, that sounds really great. And if you if you still at the end of this pitch would rather just give me money, I'm totally down for that. Capiche. So uh, today we're going to talk about the Okra Project. And it caught my attention because it just seems it not just seems, um, you know, vital and important, but it also seems kind of wholesome and it's definitely food related. So it feels like it has a real home on our podcast. And the way that a donation to them works is very simple. Uh, This is straight from their website. Based on individual donations, the Okra Project pays black trans chefs to go into the homes of black trans people to cook them a healthy and home-cooked meal at absolutely no cost to our black transgender nonconforming siblings. For those black trans folks currently experiencing homelessness or uh, whose homes cannot support one chef's cooking, the Okra Project has partnered with institutions like Osborne Association and other community spaces to deliver foods. So no matter what, your donation is going toward uh, providing food for those who don't have food, whether it's an in-home meal cooked or a food delivery. So, uh, since it's just the two of us, um, yeah. this is sort of where our money could come from. But if you had a group, 18 people could donate $5. That is, that's one full meal, including chef paying groceries. Cause every one session costs $90 total. Okay. So all in it's 90 bucks. 
18 could donate five, nine people could donate 10, six people could donate 15, three people could donate 30, or one super generous human being could donate $90. Now, that's why I asked you to match my donation of $45, because if we combine our forces, we are one super generous human. And then that means that that's one session, one meal, chef pay and groceries all in to deliver or provide or home cook a meal for a uh, black transgender person. Uh, Dave, I will match your 45 so we can make one meal and um, we will donate under Iburn everything. Wonderful. Okay, so that's great. And listeners, uh, please, this is this is, you know, we are in no way affiliated with this. They just it just seemed like the perfect uh, uh, combination to, um, to, to to talk about on our show. So yeah. please, if you do want to make a donation or if you want to partner with a couple of uh, people that, you know, listen to the show, um, please let us know that you did that and we'll shout you out in a future episode because it just seems it seems really uh, natural and and honestly easy. Um, yeah. you know, the one thing that we can all do, whether or not the air quality is terrible, whether or not we are afraid to risk it to go out and protest or whatever is, uh, you know, l- listen or, or, or help with our wallets or open our purses. So, uh, go to www.theokraproject.com. That's the O-K-R-A-P-R-O-J-E-C-T.com. And, uh, that's it, Steve. We're not, let's not even put a little, uh, musical bumper here. Let's just go right into the episode because, Let's just show our listeners that this is just a part, as much a part of our episode as the conversation. I love that. Dave? Yes. Give me those relationship updates. Those relationship updates are, um, you know, it's pretty dramatic for the 4th of July week, Steve. Um, mm. we're, we're here. Yeah, it's... Uh, drama. I love yeah. drama. I love not being a part of drama, but I want to hear all about it. Well, the yeah, exactly <laughs> secondhand drama is the best because it doesn't affect you, but you can react as if it affects you for those shining moments that you're oh, being told about it. Yeah, you can be passionate, Dave. Also, like I hate to keep pitching shirt ideas to you, but secondhand drama is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> secondhand drama works again. I I have not posted a T-shirt on my novelty T-shirt webpage. Dope shirts for sale. That's the number four, folks. Look it up on Instagram and you can see, I forget what it, what the last one I even made was, but it just just hasn't seemed right to make a big uh, Instagram goof lately. But, you know, I've got I've got hundreds on there. Um, I think, honestly, personally, I think the world needs some goofs right now. All right. If, if you say so, I think you're probably correct. And I'll probably yeah. bring the world some goofs. Yeah. Um, my relationship drama is is the drama of geography and distance uh, because oh god I was I bad was, at this in school I was bad at this. <sighs> okay, there will going. not there will not be a test. Don't worry. Oh, wonderful! Uh, it's just all you need to know is is the geography of. Oh, I guess there is a little geography. You just need to know that Los Angeles is about thirty five to forty five, sometimes an hour on a busy day. Uh, minutes away from Newport Beach, aka Orange County, okay. and uh, my beautiful wonderful smart vibrant hilarious girlfriend and i went down to newport beach to stay with her roommate's family Mm. and uh they have a very nice wonderful house with a pool i went there a couple months ago uh we all went through the process of getting uh covid tests because you know her her parents are older people yeah that's responsible i love that Mm -hmm. we all came up negative which is fantastic so we went down there I had, I believe, four days, uh, four nights, five days, something like that. Um, uh, I don't, I think that math is wrong, but it was, yeah, four or five days, give or take, and had a wonderful time. 
And then I had a little bit of a uh, foot injury. It started acting up on me. I don't know why. Hmm. And I had to, I had to ditch town to go to urgent care and they gave me, yeah, they gave me a prescription anti-inflammatory. It was all great. Just, just another day in the life of a rapidly aging uh, man who's mid to late thirties are turning into his early sixties. Yeah. Um, But, uh, (laughs) but (laughs) that coupled with the fact that I am now fostering a 10 week old puppy and uh, her roommate has kittens that are cats that are down there in Newport with them. Um, I couldn't go back because Uh, not only was I potentially exposed and not retested at the urgent care, being in a waiting room with a couple of sickies, even though everybody's wearing masks, uh, and, and I have this dog, I couldn't actually go back. So I've been back for maybe three ish, four days. And, uh, my girlfriend has been in Newport beach the whole time. So we have not seen each other. We've not seen each other in four or five days and she's coming back sometime later tonight. So my relationship update is absence makes the heart grow fonder. <gasps> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're texting each other like a, a wartime soldier and bride just being like, I, I miss you. I wish I was there. How are the fireworks? Because yeah. I have been stuck inside with a 10-week-old foster puppy who just looks like a defrosted chicken breast she's just so small she really does yeah she's she's got a very she's got a very chicken vibe yeah she she i met a, a dog a couple weeks ago named chicken and i feel like i just want to steal that because this dog is a chicken to me yeah i know it i know i've known a cat named chicken and it's the right name for a lot of animals yeah and so this dog um will potentially be adopted soon um i i really really cover your ears i'm looking right at her cover your ears for a second this dog is very very small okay stevie can you hear me i can hear you but she can't okay good so i think this dog is very special she's tiny she's adorable she's teething so she loves to nibble but she doesn't her teeth aren't very big She's a real, she's a real winner. She's learned how to use her wee pads. She's, she's pooping on the pads. They're solid. They can go right into the toilet and get flushed. Nice job. But I know it's just, she's a really good girl, but um, she's really small. And I'm just looking for, cover your ears. I'm just looking for a dog that's a little bit bigger than this. Okay. And so okay. I'm not, I don't think I will be adopting this dog, but we have had a lot of time together recently. Great. As long as you're honestly part of the foster process is to see if there's, it's a right fit. And if it's not, the nice thing about fostering is you're doing something great and eventually just giving it to a home that will love it just as much. And I think that's great. I do see you with a more medium sized dog too. Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm definitely seeing, uh, you know, the, the, you did some photography for a, uh, a rescue place and I was looking on their page and they got this, they got a couple of little pit mixes and one yeah. of them white with some black spots. That and, one. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah a, a, a resident heartbreaker for sure. So, I mean, it's funny. I think that there's, I think there's definitely going to be like a, a dog in my life pretty soon, but this process with this, with this little tiny dog, uh, who, I got her a different cone because her hard cone was uh, irritating her. So she's got yes. this little soft cones little, are great. This little soft blue cone. It looks like a sun hat. She looks like a weird little <laughs> lady out on the beach. And I, I think it's definitely preparing me for pet ownership for sure. Yes. But it's just, uh, I, I don't know. I'm putting less pressure on myself to, to pull the trigger because Good. it is such a huge undertaking. And yes, you know, well, and it it's forever. Yeah, it's forever. Yeah. I was just thinking as you were saying that, I was like, fostering puppies is a lot like dating. It's like 
you get to know someone and you decide if they're right for you or not. And if not, like, that's okay. Like you've probably hopefully left them better than you found them. And then they go on to date the next person. And it's kind of like dating. You want to find the right fit because uh, commitment is, is intense. Yeah, it is intense. And, and, you know, you think about long-term relationships, you get a puppy when they're a puppy. I mean, this dog is 10 weeks old and, you know, ostensibly it all goes well. You're having that dog is in your life for 10, 12, 15, maybe more years. Oh, for sure. I've had rocket for 12. That's wild. Rocket is holding it together. I got to say to his credit, He's doing a great job. I do feed him very well. I feed him nice foods and I give him vitamins and that dog is well taken care of. So he's, he's doing great. But I also think some dogs are just healthy guys. Yeah. And he's, and oh, but also you've given him a good life and that, 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 that's not nothing. That counts for a lot. I think partially his good, his, his long healthy life can be attributed to the fact that he's grown up in a household full of love and other dogs that are as small as he is. Yeah. Small guys with a bunch of small guys. Um, you got another small guy. All right. Yeah. So you and I are on the same path. Um, I, my relationship update is I adopted a very small puppy. He is, (laughs) he's two pounds and I named him boyfriend. Um, (laughs) he is, so special. You just met him recently and he is like a very special boy, really sweet and loving and warm and um, doesn't really like dog food, likes likes real chicken. I have to cook for him. I've cooked nicer meals. Wait, for what? Okay. So I've cooked nicer meals for this dog than I've cooked for myself. Okay. He eats- Wait, he won't eat food. He doesn't eat. He, he won't eat dog food. I think it, I no, he won't eat dog food. I um, attribute it to <laughs> <laughs> he will not attempt dog food. I attribute it to um, he has the smallest teeth I've ever seen of any dog. So I think he mm. just needs soft stuff. So I make him and this is not a joke and I wish it was. I cook him white rice with <laughs> boiled chicken, sweet potato carrots and peas and i'm i'm not joking this is his meal he gets to eat all of those things in one sitting i <laughs> okay <laughs> so i i uh i met this dog he's he is very special he's tiny yeah he's uh you know i came over to meet him knowing that it would make me feel better not knowing that it would that i would leave with like a spring in my step. Like I was in a very good mood leaving your house. Um, yeah, he's a good guy. I had to, I had to, I had to hop on a work zoom and then I got to spend the hour right before that, uh, playing with your new dog, whose name is boyfriend. And I did not know that he has special dietary needs that make sure. I mean, I, I did not know he was eating better than I, I've been eating. Yeah, Dave, it's, um, it is really weird that we host a relationship and food podcast and I name my puppy boyfriend and he eats full meals that I cook for him. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this and it seems like your cooking and relationship goals have been met finally <laughs> in the form of, of your new puppy acquisition. Yeah. He's incredibly affectionate. Very, very, very kind. Uh, he moved in too fast i think it's pretty fast but at the same time when you know you know so you know we're going steady uh it's not romantic in any way shape or form but uh i do treat him like a baby huh 
You treat him like a baby. You cook for him. He moves he, into your place. Yeah. He pees in the house sometimes. I Did I say that? <laughs> Does he yell at you? Uh, only when I pick him up too fast. Hmm. And it's more like a high-pitched scream like a small woman. <laughs> oh, boyfriend. Wow. Well, he is. He's perfect. Honestly, like he's perfect. I'm willing to do all of it for him. I also have a different relationship update for you that you're going to laugh at. Uh-oh. I'm ready for it, I think. I think I'm ready. Okay, so last week, as you recall, I quit dating. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah. You. <laughs> yes. You. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, and you, and look, you're, you're very good at quitting. Um, and then starting up again. Yes, you're extremely good at, at announcing to me and the world sometimes. Yes. That you are no longer interested yeah. uh, in the opposite sex. You're only interested in, uh, you know, working on yourself. Yeah. You've deleted all your apps. You're all not available. You don't. You you think Goodbye. it's gross when people DM you on Instagram. Stop no, thank DMing you. me. Get yeah. away from me. I'm not available for consumption by the yes. masses. Yes. Yes, Dave. And, up, and your update is that's still happening. You're still single and loving it. You're doing puzzles. You're going on walks with your dogs. You're reconnecting with your friends. You're spending time with your family and you're not dating. And that's your update. And that's the end of the episode, guys. Good night. Honestly, kind of. Okay, so here's the sitch. I I feel so good right now. I feel so good. I am feeding myself and cooking for myself. I am like seeing friends socially distanced um, who have been tested for COVID. So I'm not I'm with masks on FYI, all this is with masks on. Like I, this morning I just went and met a girlfriend at the farmer's market and we wore masks and we got food for the day and the week. And I got a bunch of fruits and veggies and like the stuff I'm doing, despite the time times that we're in, it's like, it feels like really good self care. And I got bored last night and downloaded hinge. (laughs) And I'll tell you why. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you why. And I want I I wanted to be forthright with this and real, Mm. real forthright because of this reason. I feel like I cannot be alone in this like quitting and starting again and quitting and starting in with apps. Right. I feel like I can't be alone in that. I if I'm doing it, I know other people are doing it. I think there's some shame in being like, I'm done. And then there's like some shame in being like, I started again. And I guess what I am saying this for is like, there's like nothing's black and white. Like when you're, if you don't feel like doing it for four days, great, quit it. If you feel like starting up again, when you feel ready, great, do it. Like sometimes all we need is a little break, like a little break from, um, from, I don't know, the app life, the app culture, which is right now seems like one of the only ways to actually date. And I will say this, this is why I did, did this app in particular. And this is, we are not sponsored or there's no, there's no affiliation with hinge. But, but maybe there should be, honestly. Honestly, probably one. Of, yeah, because it's an app designed to be deleted. And like, frankly, like that's what like this podcast is like a food and relationship podcast. Like the end goal would be that you and I three years from now are like giving updates that we're like, we're engaged to a people or something, you know, um, if that's where we want to go with this. But um, I did hinge because. My sister met someone on Hinge and they both deleted the app. A good friend of mine just met someone on Hinge and they both deleted the app. Like, I wait, think- your sister who, who's been who like who who moved kind of recently is now dating locked, a guy locked down and done with apps. 
Yes. And it was all off hinge. Every single person that I know who has met someone has been off hinge. And I think because it's not, it's not designed, like it really is designed to, it's a relationship app. And so like last night I had fun with it. Like I actually connected with like, I would only say like one guy that I actually um, had fun talking to and we were talking and he seems very um, smart and interesting and, um, you know, funny and all the, all the nice things that you would want someone you're chatting with to be. And, and he texted me this morning too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I just wanted to say that because I'm, you know how it is, Dave. It's like you, you start and you stop and dating can be exhausting, but I just like, I don't know. I want to be open. I really want to be open because I really do want a relationship, but I get burnt out, you know? Oh, dude. I, <laughs> I mean, burnout is, I think, one of the main – look, I also think it's why – I think it feels – and I, I know I maybe I, I, I tease a little bit, but <laughs> it feels better to say you quit dating. Yes. And you're taking a, a long, hard look at yourself and you're spending more time with yourself and you're taking a break than it is to say I'm so upset burnt and out. burnt out and annoyed with the process yeah and annoyed with the people i'm talking to and annoyed at like looking at pictures of strangers faces on yeah my phone. and I, and and so i i i in but, no way fault you for for getting tired and also yes. it sounds better to say like well i need it i need a fucking break and i'm say, saying you're done it's like a you can't fire me i quit situation you know yeah and i also think there's something about like in all honesty i do think there's something about like saying like like deleting them energetically, like it's not like I'm closing off to the world, but for me, it's, it's hard to have an app and not look at it for me. And so it's like, for me, it's just, it's the act of just like not focusing on that. It's almost like you um, are changing the relationship to the app. Right. So, mm. so it's like, for me, when I redownload it, I feel like every single time I redownload something like that and you know, my relationship to dating apps is like, I'm not sure I stand by them, but like I'm open. Um, is that like, I think you have to be in a good headspace and an open headspace to be able to use them without feeling like jaded because some of the questions are going to be kind of generic and it's going to be pretty annoying. And I don't know. So for me, I'm like, I felt really open after like, you know, a little break and I uh, felt refreshed. And um, yeah, so Hinge is the only one I have right now. And so far, so good. Feels feels nice so far. Honestly, I, this is really this is wider than um than just dating but you really do as trite as it sounds you got to do what feels nice right now i think yeah um, you know i gotta send a special shout out to uh my parents who are hosting some socially distanced gatherings in their backyard uh, okay. my brother and i uh, gave my dad a fire pit for Father's Day, it's a it's a small little thing, and he's arranged it on a little uh, uh, platform of bricks, and he has they have people come over and sit in chairs and they eat food and talk, and it's all six feet apart, and you know that's that's more socializing than I've been doing. I mean, I don't have any. I mean, I think it also doesn't hurt that most everybody I know doesn't own a house or or have a house, but you know, it's really hard to hang out with people. It's really hard to see people. I mean, I've been lucky this whole time because. I've been in a relationship and we are both in a little pod with a couple other people that we've been with the whole time, you know, isolating together as it were. 
and then we're able to go down and take this short trip together um you know because we all were able to get tested but i gotta tell you it's like you match with someone online you really like them you guys both are able to produce a a you know negative covid test slash also saying we've been isolating you know for two weeks and we know that the only people we've been in touch with are whatever the postmates guy and then we wipe down our hands and our food first or whatever you want to say i just think it's like if you want to talk to someone in the privacy of your own home while fireworks are going off around you and a uh pandemic is raging and a virus is spreading all over your state i mean let's not we've been skirting around the issue but uh, california is real bad right now it is it is it's, rising, and the only reason the days that it's not, that COVID-19 is not rising, is because people cannot even get tests. Like, I've tried for a week straight. I can't get tested. I I just can't. Um, yeah, I, I want – when I was trying to schedule my trip uh, to to Orange County, I which, by the way, is even worse. I've seen – I saw zero masks out the entire time, so we stayed in one home with a bunch of people who had, or, you know, three, four people who had been tested and were all negative. But mm-hmm. beyond that, uh, people are not uh, observing that at all down there. But um, yeah, I tried to schedule a test. Apparently the vendors who supply all the tests, uh, they lost their relationship with the city of Los Angeles. So they had to find another vendor. And so the day that I was looking to, um, to, uh, get a test, I couldn't at any of the free sites. And then I had to go to urgent care to do it. And, you know, my copay was 30 bucks. Thank God I have insurance. But for some people, I mean, it's really, they don't make, they're not making it very easy, but the yeah. long and short of it is if there's a way, AKA something that you hold in your, in your hand all the time, that is a computer that lives in your pocket mm-hmm. that can connect you to a bunch of different people, then why, honestly, why not? Hey guys, Stevie here. Just wanted to say, hey, why don't you contact us? You can email us at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com or you can even call our hotline and leave a message 213-458-5236. It's 213-458-5236 and we may even talk about your message or email on a future episode. So get to it. I think it's like right now things... Like, you know, and I know people are using these like evasive terms, like in these times, like during, you know, it's like, hey, we're living through a pandemic and we're living through like, I I don't even know what to call it because I want to say Black Lives Matter movement, but like that's already been a movement. We're just like a resurgence or, you know, the fight against police brutality, the fight for equality. We're like living through this very strange time where being social isn't really an option. Like, it's just not like. Especially in LA right now. And I think there is something really nice about being able to connect to people in a safe, healthy way that doesn't put your life or someone else's life at risk. And like that being said, I just have to say this. If you live in LA and you are walking around LA not wearing a mask, you are doing harm and you could potentially hurt someone, please put your masks on. It's not uncool. It's super fucking cool to care about other people. I don't... um... What it let's 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 talk about it for a second. Let's because LA and I mean America in general, but LA has a mask problem. Yes. Um, California has a mask problem. I've seen a lot of stuff online linking it to you know masculinity, like men won't wear masks because they think it's weak or whatever. And it which yes. is just, I mean, first of all, 
we're all absolutely in the same boat. We're all being affected by this the same way. You're not, it's not, it doesn't make you not a tough guy. If you put on your mask, if you get COVID-19, you're going to not be a tough guy because you're going to be on a fucking uh, ventilator. You're going to need, you're going to need a machine to breathe for you, buddy. Okay. Like that, that you that's going to be harder. Yeah. That's going to be harder than breathing through. <laughs> you're going to physically be weak. And people are saying, I can't wear a mask. Uh, you know, I can't breathe with a mask on. It feels, I mean, it feels so false. I don't, I mean, you know, it is weird because you're talking about, you know, there's basically two two giant events happening at the same time. One is a fight for social justice and, a, and basically, you know, uh, which is, I think both are kind of insane. I mean, well, they're, they're <laughs> a bit of an understatement, but both are insane in that uh, it has been a very, like, Black people have been wanting equal rights and be to be treated like human beings for a very long time. Uh, yeah. And it's so at this point, it should be a no brainer. Uh, human beings have uh, been threatened with um, certain death and illness. And there's a very easy way to uh, get around that, which is mm-hmm. to wear a mask and to stay uh, uh, socially distanced and to not, go to the beach just because it's summer and you want to party and not to go to a giant fucking public pool and, and have a little crazy 200 people beach party with a DJ. And it seems like there's been two things going on at the same time that, that are avoidable as in police can stop killing black people. What non-black people, white people, et cetera, can, can uh, treat black people as equals. Mm -hmm. And we can all not die from this virus if we put on a fucking mask and stand six feet apart from people and not mm-hmm. throw parties. And I think it's just it's, it's, it's simple. It's pretty it's, simple. It's simple, but it's not simple because I know it's uncomfortable. It, I mean, you'd think it would be simple. And well, it's, I mean, it, in yeah. theory, it's simple, but. You know, Americans are the only ones who are having a struggle with this, which makes sense to me. Like the American way is uh, is not never really made sense to me. But like uh, like Americans are struggling with this. Italy is back to normal. Like, thank God and congrats. And they had such a huge rise and they're back to normal ish, whatever that means. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because I don't think there is a normal after a pandemic, but they're back to functioning and I just feel like um, the stubbornness and the um, the polarization of Americans is causing further damage. And it's it's not Republican or Democrat. It's not man or woman at this point. It's not black or white when it comes to wearing masks. It's like, are you an empathetic, caring person? If so put on a mask. And if you don't care if your own family members or someone else's die, then stay home and don't go out. Like it's pretty, it's pretty easy. Like set aside your discomfort. That's just the reality right now. Like everyone is setting aside their comfort and, and opting for discomfort. That's not true. People are no. People are not setting aside their comfort. They are. No, we are. They are. A lot of people aren't. Yes. I mean, we are because it's, the right thing to do. That's all I mean, it is to me. I, well, I've been thinking. I mean, I'm, I've been thinking about this a lot because you me know, too. I obviously, I obviously have not been a, a model human being my entire life. I'm not a model human being now. I'm not perfect, no. obviously. Yeah. But I think about now how, you know, I'm, 
well in, you know, I'm in my mid thirties and, uh, soon to, you know, soon to be my late thirties. And I don't have the same drive or, or, uh, a yearning for intense, intense socialization all the time. Like, no. I, you know, uh, I was, I was a big part of, uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade community, which is like, that theater has shut down and there's no telling when they're going to reopen. And that was like where most of my socialization came from. I spent mm-hmm. a lot of my twenties at the, you know, shitty bars next door to UCB after a show. And neither of those are options anymore. And I don't know if I, if I was 25 now, instead of, uh, you know, a decade ago, yeah. would, would I be fiending for that level of partying for that level of hanging out for that level of connection? Um, whether or not I had the internet, because, you know, I was, I was online even then, but I was still like going to a ton of parties and drinking and, and doing all that stuff. I don't know if I would be violating social distancing. There's a lot of people in my apartment who seem to be like a decent amount, I'd say between five and 10 years younger than me, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, maybe less than 10, but definitely five. And I, I hear people hanging out, you know, I, there were people on the roof across from my building and I could hear them going, Hey, you're not supposed to be up there. And I looked and they were talking to people that were on my roof and it was mm. like a group of three talking to another group of three. And I'm like, I hope you guys are all roommates. Like, I hope the only yeah. people that are up there are people who are always around each other. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I just had a group of friends. Uh, one of them had a birthday party. I didn't go to it, but somebody that was there potentially exposed everyone to COVID. She woke up the next morning with all of the symptoms and most of, I think all of my friends were wearing masks almost the whole time and they were outside. But this girl for weeks has been partying, smoking weed with people, which I'm assuming means sharing joints or pipes or vape pens, uh, smoking cigarettes, just not, you know, living it up according to her Instagram, which I don't follow this person, but I'm, if I'm, if, if what I'm, being told this is true if 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 that's true uh she was reckless and has been completely disregarding social distancing rules wow and she got it she caught covid and she didn't have any of the symptoms until the morning after a party she hung out with a ton of people yeah but that's that's the thing it's like is that worth the risk like to me i'm like it's such a it's such a strange thing is that worth someone else's life like Honestly, I have seen the same two friends, three friends, and every time we are six feet apart and wearing masks. Like, it is not okay. I'm just like, it's not okay. And every time you don't wear a mask, you're actually, like, making it impossible for us to go back to work and we're going to get shut down again. And, you know, bars reopened and then closed and it's, it's going to destroy, like, other people's businesses. You know, it's not it's so selfish. And I just like, ugh, it like, I'm pretty passionate about the fact that when I, I go to the Silver Lake Reservoir. And for those of you who aren't in LA, it's like, it's like a, you know, a, a basin of water that we walk around. It's about like two miles um, in a circle and you're supposed to go one direction. Everyone's supposed to be wearing masks. And it's about like 60% of people wearing masks, 40% not. And that of that 40% going the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, even when I, I have seen, and I mean, I'm not the first person to dunk on this, but I've seen so many people wearing masks. And by the way, good for you. You're doing your part ish. But then I look and these people's noses aren't covered. Always. They're running. I I keep seeing, I keep seeing people wearing masks 
And then also um, they're on their chin. And I'm like, okay, so is this just so you don't get in trouble? Like, what is this? Like, so people don't yell at you, pull your mask. Like my friend who's a surgeon said when she goes into surgery, um, she puts her mask, she gets her scrubs and to scrub her hands. She gets her stuff put on and tied behind her head by somebody else who already has gloves on. Someone else puts her gloves on and you don't touch your mask until you're done. And she's like, and it's the same for wearing masks as human. You do not put them on and off. You just put them on and you keep walking outside. And then when you get home, you take it off. Yeah, it's, I mean, the thing I, the thing I sort of get, and I see this when I'm driving and I hope that this is what's happening. I'll see people walking down a very empty street pedestrian wise. Like they're on the sidewalk. There's nobody else there. And they have their mask down. My hope because this is what I would assume would happen is if you see a person, as soon as you see a person coming towards you, that mask goes up. Now, obviously that's not what the people that are running around the reservoir are doing because they're they're passing people every, every 10 seconds. It's like, this is like a, a suggestion. Maybe we could do maybe sometime before our next episode, you can put up a prompt on your Instagram for people to answer Mm. and just may I, I just want to hear from listeners around Mm -hmm. the country in California, whatever, what they're doing to observe uh, social distancing while still. And as I say this, I think it's ridiculous. Like this feels like an episode we're recording in March or April. Like this is fucking embarrassing. I am ashamed of my state. It is fucking embarrassing to have to go like listeners write in and tell us how you're social distancing. And maybe that'll inspire other people to do the same. It's like, Guys, my parents are almost 70 years old and they are in their backyard, six feet apart, sitting around a fucking fire pit with with other people bringing their own food. So it's not no one's touching everybody's food. This is easy for an older person to grasp. And these are people who, you know, as kids, my brother and I knew more about using computers than they did. You know, like sometimes it takes us all longer to set up a Zoom call because these people are older. But guess what? Like, this is not something that's hard for them to grasp, even in the No. So what is is the, yeah, yeah. no, it's not hard. And they get it. My parents have been staying home. If they come visit me, we wear masks and we sit outside in my yard. Like, It is pretty easy for them to do it. Then that means it should be pretty easy for us to do it. Um, what yeah. questions should we ask? I'm I'm gonna post it right now. Like, how are you safely social distancing with friends? Um, yeah, that sounds like a good. That's a good way to word it. I guess I just I want to know. Yeah, how are you safely social distancing with friends? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. What? How are you? How are you able to remain? What are you doing to remain social while also observing social distancing rules? Okay, or social, so or implementing social distancing. Uh, regulations. Okay, so I what, just want to know how people are staying safe while also having fun because it seems like some people need a, a, a refresher course on that because they can't. We can't keep people out of pools and we can't keep people out of restaurants. I don't understand it. Okay, we'll word this when we get off. Um, when we finish. Yeah, sorry, the I'm too angry to give you something. Uh, really I know. I, right now, I know. I am too, yeah. and I think there's a reason we're angry. I think it's like. It's just really unacceptable. And I don't really care what your I don't care what your political affiliation is. I think not wearing a mask is reckless. And like at this point in California, I have heard that they are fining people for not wearing masks, but I would love to see them actually do it. Um, But like it's just it's just so reckless and it's so selfish. And I'd be so embarrassed to be a person who's not wearing a mask right now 
you are like, you are selfish. Stop. Like there's a really easy remedy. Just put yeah. your, put your mask on, be a normal person. Yes. A, a, a faceless, <laughs> a faceless virus knows no political affiliation. It, it, you know, it will kill someone. It'll kill someone in a fucking Bernie hat as fast as it'll kill someone in a MAGA hat. And it doesn't, it's, it's, this shit is, I mean, it's, it's fucking madness. It's madness. This is stuff that people were like, I genuinely do feel like I'm in a time warp and I'm sitting in my closet for the first time. And I'm going like, haha, maybe, oh, haha, maybe, maybe, maybe in July, this will all be over and we can record in your living room again, Stevie. But anyway, I'm going to wear a mask and you should too. It's July. It is fucking July people. And I, I think we're preaching to the choir here. I, I would hope yes. that I'm not talking to anybody right now that, that none of our listeners are like, well, I don't really need to wear a mask because my grocery store gets cleaned every day. Like motherfucker guys, it's, it's a, <laughs> people don't, people don't want to wear masks. It's insane. I just, it, it has this, this, this country and this situation has broken my brain. I don't, I do not understand what's happening. And look, like, I, I think, you know, I, I have fucking cabin fever right now. Like, this dog hasn't had her shots and she just got spayed. She can't go outside. She's 10 weeks old. I know. And, and our dogs can't socialize. So you can't come over here, like, to no. the yard with a mask on because our dogs can't. They both don't have shots. Mm-hmm. Our dogs are social distancing more than most human beings are. Oh my God. Well, I don't want to leave it on, on a, on a sour note. I do genuinely, you know, this, this doing this show has been one of the only things that has kept uh, my brain from staying in my head and not sliding up through my nose onto the floor. It's really been nice. I, you know, listeners, we are not, we still aren't recording it together in the same room. We could get no. tested and isolate and, and, and say, you know what, like that's a risk, but also we're really careful. We could do it. We're not even doing it. We're neighbors and we don't really even see each other. I've been no. to Stevie's yard twice. Yeah. I met her puppy, but we're and being you wore, smart. Dave, you also wore a mask the entire time. Like, yes, I did. It's, it's responsible and it's a responsible thing to do. I will say this too. We, so we've been social distancing. We've been doing these episodes from our own living rooms in, in the middle of our work days when we can find time. And I feel like if we can do something as complicated as starting, basically it feels like starting a new podcast because we're learning. We had to learn a bunch of new ways to do this while not being in the same room. We're not using the same gear. We had to buy a bunch of gear. Like there's so much that goes into this and we love doing it and we found ways around it. And I do want to hear, like, I just posted something on my Instagram at I am Stevie Nelson. Um, asking about what you're doing to social distance and have fun so that we can give everyone ideas of like things you can still do. You can always still do podcasts. You can create a podcast right now. You can do zoom meetings. You can do zoom parties, like all of the things. Um, but there, it, you can still live a life and have fun things and do fun things and be a, you know, responsible member of society, despite other people just really biffing it. Yes. Big, big old, big old ambitious whiffs are being along uh, <laughs> all around the country. I don't understand. You can live your life. If you want to hang out, if, hey, if you can't live without your, your fucking bro crew, you guys all have to stay completely inside for two weeks and not see anyone or mm -hmm. get tested immediately and all come up negative. And then you can fucking chill in somebody's man cave. And I know I, I shouldn't just be calling out guys. Look, 
you can hang out in your man cave or your lady cave and have your fucking mimosa Sunday, whatever you do, just be careful. People are, people are dying. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I hear that New York is getting way better. And so maybe they're, they're getting a little bold, but yeah. California, we, we thought we had our fucking mayor <laughs> really buttered our bit fucking biscuits. And we're like, you guys did it. <laughs> You know what you get? All of your restaurants are now open and we're going to start opening bars too and movie theaters. And I want to send a special... Can I, what? Did, can I read you my favorite tweet by um, yes. Samuel Comroe? Yes. Okay, this is in the voice of the mayor, okay? The LA mayor. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bars have to close. Restaurants can stay open. Some bars can stay open. All restaurants must stay closed open. Zoos are open, but none of the animals are there. They're at the local bars and restaurants. Costco <laughs> Costco will never close. Stay home, but if you must go out, don't. Mayor of LA. <laughs> and like that is what the past four months have felt like, where it's like you are it is nearly impossible to figure out what the fuck he's saying. Like I never know what he's saying. And it's not, it doesn't seem like it's based on new information. It seems like he is just calling shots and then adjusting. He's freestyling. <laughs> he's freestyling. It's improv, baby. No wrong answers in a brainstorm. It's just a yes. And it's like bars are open and they're also closed. Zoos are open and they're also closed. It was just like, oh my God. Yeah, that's a perfect tweet. It was so um, funny. I also want to spend, send a special shout out to Christopher Nolan, who I just can't stop making fun of online. My guy made Interstellar, Inception, the three latest Batman movies that came out, uh, you know, Dark Knight uh, Mm -hmm. Rises and Batman Begins and all that shit. Uh, He has this new movie that he refuses to put on VOD or delay until a year. So that movie was supposed to come out in like (laughs) mid-July. Then it got moved to July 31st. Now they're saying August 12th. And it's like, buddy. Chris, baby, your movie's never fucking coming out. I will not risk my life to sit in a crowded movie theater or a socially distanced movie theater nah, where seats in front uh, between every every other person so you can only put 40 people in a thing. Don't worry about it, man. Like, we'll watch your fucking backwards time travel policeman movie some other time. It's okay. I, I just... It, I, the selfishness and individualism of America is wild, but then people on a, on a much more individual scale too where it's like... God, fucking Kanye a couple weeks ago was like in the midst of, you know, whatever, the greatest spike in unemployment in the history of the world. I want to congratulate Kim Kardashian on becoming a billionaire. It's like, buddy, buddy, people are oh. dying in the streets, my dude. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, dude, there's other stuff happening. Um, we we have to address this. I just realized, as you just said, Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kanye running for president? No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I, I No, don't, don't. Don't uh, don't make me talk about this. Uh, I don't want to. I, I just want to hear you laughing. And I cry laughed about it last night. And then I just I didn't I just like logged off and was like, good night. <laughs> now, there was a time I don't know if this is still your stance, Steve, but I remember very vividly one time on our show. You you I know you went in you went in real hot on Kanye five years and- ago. Uh, whenever it was, you 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 were you were not into it. You you hate his music, and I will go on record saying that there's some of that man's music that I really really like. I would say that he's got some uh, certified bangers. He's no got no some no. Really, I don't hate his music. Uh, I think he's. I, I've always said he's unstable, and 
not yeah. and there's something not okay. And yeah. his music is fine. It's not my favorite. I'd rather listen to probably almost like I know he's talented. I would never say he's not talented. But like <laughs> but like my god. <laughs> what? He- He's made, he's made some i mean look this is not a a, a, a call to, to to musicians and actors and people to, to quote stay in their lane but it's like this man has w- wildly swerved out of he's not even in his he's not in his lane he's not in someone else's lane he's created entirely new lanes he's like swerved off he's he's gone through the guardrail he's in the median he's i he's, mean it's he's, a, his car is flipped over it's flipped also it's flipped. Uh, I mean, I think for me, the funniest part about it is that he announced it um, in mid 2020. <laughs> like that to me is so funny. That's that's so funny. That's so good. I, I mean, it is it, it is good and I like it. It's the pro- I mean, the problem with this is the problem with pretty much everything that's happened this year. Like I there's we have lost all of our footing. Yeah, we and, and here's the thing. There's there's chaotic people who are like, the world is always like the country's always been like this. America's always been garbage, mm. and now everybody's finally waking up. And maybe it's time they did wake up, and maybe it is time that we like went into total financial collapse and and all of our systems, uh, uh you know, burning to the ground. All and maybe right. that'll be good for us. And it's like, you know what? Maybe it'll be good for us, and maybe we're all gonna fucking die. Like the middle of a global pandemic is not the time. The six months, less than six months before the election, is not the time to go. Hey, I'm running for president. It's like. People, you know what people could use right now, Kanye? An album. Just drop an album. Or if you're, if like, you're, hey, if you're bored. Kanye, you have millions upon millions of dollars. Instead of running for president, start a charity. Donate your money. Like, do something good for the people instead of good for your ego. Like, this is... And you know what? Maybe he will. I want to just put it out there and say that. Yeah, I hope so. Friends. He has a lot of smart friends. He himself is very smart when he wants to be. And I think that, you know, I, I think that it's basically more as this story develops. I didn't want yeah. to say anything about it because I have a I... feeling he's either going to like, it's either, gonna, you know, he's going to have an album called I Am the President that drops next yeah. week or something and it's all going to be, you know. Yeah, it's a joke of some kind. I kind of, when I saw it, I thought it was a joke, which is why I laughed. I was like, that's very funny, actually. Like, I don't I don't take that seriously. I also think it's, the timing of it's very funny. It's all very funny. The timing funny. of it is very funny. It's, it's, all, it's undeniably it's funny. Yeah. I just want, I just want, um, I don't know. I want to, I feel like it's hard to be fully angry when like a puppy is resting its head it on my foot. can't be. It's impossible. That's what she's doing right now. This mm. little baby chicken is doing that. And, uh, and also, you know, my, my girlfriend's coming home from, Yay. from, from the, from the OC today. And she, she, we're going to see each other. She's going to meet this puppy and that makes me happy. And, I'm glad that you're talking to people on apps again in a way that makes you feel good. Yeah. I'm glad you got- I'll this also, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Your dog also is t- a beautiful dog. He's the best. I'll also say this is some things today that like, I'm really grateful for, like I'm grateful for like the fresh food, fruit and vegetables that I got today and that I'll get to use like to make meals with. And the sun is shining despite the air quality being hazardous. And, um, I got to do this with you. Like there's a lot to be grateful for. And I hope that this episode doesn't come across as like a rant. Although like I am pretty passionate about the things that we were talking about. Um, but there is like, like always, no matter what, there's always something to be grateful for. And hopefully like you, we can all snag that a little bit. Oh, yes. I think, I think that's a really, uh, that's a really good 
way to word it in a very nice note to end on. We, we, um, I'd say more so than having a tight or, or cohesive program for you every week, we are more dedicated to having a program for you every week. We, we really, um, doing this show really, really does, you know, nourish me in a way. And I, and I do like it and I know our, our, our listeners like it. And although it feels fully insane right now, and I, I would assume that almost all of our listeners are in this country. Uh, if you're not, please, uh, international people, uh, show, show your faces or, or, or use, yeah, uh, use your emails. But I just, I don't want to say we'll get through this together because honestly we might not, but, until uh you know until they they decide they're going to try to nuke the virus by by dropping a bomb on the entire country we'll be here we'll be fostering and adopting dogs we'll be mm-hmm. talking about food when it's relevant i mean i guess my food update is uh i have to give this dog medicine um in peanut butter and uh, i'll i'll lick some of the peanut butter off of my uh, the back of my thumb afterwards oh that and, is uh, too sweet yeah, it's it's a little bit cute. Also, um, I'd like to send a big shout out to Chewy Chips Ahoy with uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup bits inside of the Chips Chips Ahoy cookies. Hell yeah. That, is, that exists. They're $3.50. Treat yourself and also treat yourself to our hotline 213-458-5236. Give us a call. It's been a while, listeners. Check in with us. Let us know what you're doing. Email us at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com. Hit up Steve on Instagram and tell her how you're social distancing because we'd love to pass along something that you can tell your weird uncle who refuses to leave Fort Lauderdale because uh, fucking Jimmy Buffett's DJing or something. I don't know. Um, what else? Oh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, we'd love we'd love another review. We'd love another rating. Yeah. Um, but at this time, kind of seems kind of seems pointless. <laughs> we're just we're surviving, and that's kind of all that matters. And um. Uh, if you have been hired or are applying to a job as a Kanye West presidential campaign staffer, please uh, email us and give us all the info. <laughs> we'll, you will be anonymous. We will not reveal. We you gotta know. We gotta know. But we gotta know, man. Is he gonna wear suits? We'll see. Uh, Stevie, I hope you and boyfriend the dog are okay. We're okay, and I hope you and um, chicken the dog are okay. Oh, little chicken. She's fine. Um, Good. I will talk to you very soon. You will. All right, Dave. As always, great to hear you. Hey, as always, <laughs> great to hear you. And listeners, great to be listened to by you. Au yeah. revoir. I can't even say that. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> This is Patrick. And this is Mark, co-host of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're your home for all things Nintendo. On Tuesday, we're talking about the latest Nintendo news. And on Thursday, we're doing deep dives into specific corners of the Nintendo universe. Ranking the Koopa Kids. Determining who the best Smash Fighter is. That's Nintendo Cartridge Society on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.